Hi folks! Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games, where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLCast. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLCast. Today we're playing Venture by Riley Rethal. That's me. It's my podcast. <laughs> For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Venture is a game of introspective heroic fantasy in the belonging outside belonging system. Uh, I'm Riley, and you can find me on Twitter at jaceaddax, that's J-A-C-E-A-D-D-A-X. You can find the games that I write at metagame.itch.io, and my pronouns are she, her. Playing with me today, we have... I'm next to the order, right? Yes. Uh, uh, it's me, Sam. Hi. (laughs) Um... (laughs) You sounded ready to go, and then you just super weren't. (laughs) No, I wasn't. Um, (laughs) um... You can find me on Twitter at SAKalo, and you can find my Etsy store at Etsy.com slash store slash SAKalo. It's opening back up again as soon as I put some new stuff in there. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, support our podcast on Patreon. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Kales. You can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. I'm being personally attacked right now. I apologize. I'm a little distracted. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. Uh, you can find my games at citadelofswords.itch.io. Um, you can find the writing that I do. I do some writing for this podcast. Um, you can find that at paradoxicalrenegade.com. That's on my Twitter, so just go look at my Twitter and you can find it there. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, hi, I'm Dora. You can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. You can find the games that I've written at harpydora.itch.io. And uh, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, hi, I am Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at ObfuscatingGod. And by the time this comes out, you should be able to find my music yes. on Bandcamp at I am bugbear.bandcamp.com. Fuck Hell yes. yeah. Uh, and I use he, him pronouns. Um, our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, um, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are seamy situations, graphic depictions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Oh, yeah. Now that we've got all that, let's oh. get started. <laughs> I, I just looked up and I went to the top of the dock, so I missed it. But yeah, let's get started. <laughs> yep. Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah. it going everybody we're we're back back, back again. again ventures back tell a friend
Back streets, back. All right. That vine is Ruben and Ketta. <laughs> Send tweet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of Ruben and Ketta, shall we introduce characters? Shall we reintroduce characters? Yes. Hell yeah. I'm. Am I going first? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I was about to say, Riley, you first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. I'm playing uh, Delta H. She is an emulator, which is a playbook by Kales. Which rules? Yay! We got funded, y'all! So now I yeah, have to actually yeah. finish it. Thank you, everyone, who backed Venture and Dungeon, because we it, it did good, and I'm very happy about How it. How much did you end up... Uh, what percentage were you? Almost 500, not quite. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, that's a lot. I also think I forgot to fund it, because it wouldn't let me log into Kickstarter on my phone, but that's oh, no. okay. <laughs> It's fine. There there will be pre-orders. <laughs> and we weren't going to do any more stretch goals, so like it doesn't matter. Um, That's so valid. <laughs> yeah, so um, she has a bright gaze and tattooed skin. Her wardrobe styles are one nice outfit, haphazardly patched, and a cracked leather coat. Um, she is haunted and passionate. She is not consumed or serene. An unwanted gift is what fuels her fire. And the two things that she will not sacrifice are her freedom and her empathy, and one thing that she already has sacrificed is her dreams of her future, which was um, back where she's from. She was supposed to be like a really important religious figure because she was like blessed with magic lava powers. And she was like, that's terrifying. I don't want responsibility. And she blasted. And uh, the emulator's lure is when someone reveals the deepest desire of their heart to you, they take a token. Um, I'm playing Keta again. Uh, she's the fighter playbook, which is a base game playbook. Her look is muscular arms and braided curly hair. Um, her wardrobe styles are leather armor and brass accessories, or like gold-ish accessories. The two things that she is is rash and protective. The two things that she isn't is precise or bloodthirsty. The weapons that she carries are the force of my reputation. A long ellipses. <laughs> And a gun. Um, there's a really long ellipses there. I was just going to leave it as a pause, but yes. <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize it's a long ellipses and a gun. Yes. And a gun. Um, oh, three weapons. I don't know what a long ellipses is, but it sounds like a really cool story. Like some kind of whip or something? <laughs> Ooh. Um, why does she fight? Is to protect those that she loves. And what she longs for is adventure and love. Uh, and by lore is when somebody comes to me for protection or asks me to damage someone or something, they gain a token. All right. Um, I'm playing everyone's favorite trash asshole and the worst wizard of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Reuben Murdoch. Uh, they use they them pronouns. They've held the title of worst wizard of all time since their very first incarnation in a uh, mod D20 campaign that I played in for one session. Um, and their playbook is the wizard, so hearkening back to those roots a little bit. Um, their look is youthful face and explosive magic. It's fire magic. Cash. Um, their wardrobe styles are the same things, the same thing for days and many rings. Uh, two things they are is boastful and incisive. Two things they're not is particular or a teacher. What school of magic do you study? I chose two here. Uh, the kind that conjures but cannot control and the kind that creates but only to destroy. They're trying to break away from that a little bit. They're not really succeeding. Um, 
two items they have is a phoenix feather and a theory as to why the world is changing, more like a conspiracy board, and one item they're searching for is the last letter of a dead colleague, and their lore is when someone comes to you for knowledge or explanation, they gain a token. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm playing uh, Marlo Graves. Uh, his pronouns are he, him, uh, and his playbook is the bard. Uh, his look is a dazzling smile and nimble hands, and his face claim is Tony Thornburg. Look him up. He's gorgeous. He's so pretty. He's very hot. Marlo's wardrobe styles are tattoos and a very nice coat. Uh, two things he is are passionate and calming, and two things he isn't are uh, boastful and a liar. Uh, two arts that he practices are inciting joy and provoking others to action. Where his magic comes from uh, is actually there is no magic, only the manipulation of emotion. And his lure is when someone asks you to perform or is moved to change by your practice of your art, they gain a token. Kick ass. Have I mentioned that I love him? <laughs> I don't know if I have, but just like reading all that, I'm like, damn, yeah, that's that's a very me core character. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> you know who else loves him? <laughs> Kari Vela. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> Hello, I am Zachary, and I will be playing the Paladin today. Uh, that is as much energy as you will be getting. The paladin's name is Steady As It Goes. If it comes, it will come. His pronouns are he, him. He is the paladin. His look is gauntleted hands and shining eyes. His wardrobe styles are polished metal and brass knuckles. The two things he is are loyal and steady. The things he is not are a follower or beloved. That's hurt, that hurts more uh, mm. after some things that me and Kales did. <laughs> oh, boy. We love him. He's beloved by us. He's beloved by <laughs> us. And by one other person who I will not name here because, uh, no, Spindlewheel should be up by then for patrons. Um, but there's one other person who loves him. <laughs> Unlock this DLC content. <laughs> yeah. to, find, to, to find out. Uh, the two items he has is armor, whose weight he no longer... Oh, wait, no. His two beliefs are that I possess power that others do not and that I must protect the weak. Uh, two items he has is our armor whose weight he no longer feels and a commanding voice and one armor he has already lost is an adorned sword gleaming with the light of dawn his lure is that when someone asks you to take the leader to make a judgment they take a token that's our boy's daddy <sighs> god he's got a lot going on so let's talk about our setting elements venture comes with several setting elements built in that we can pick up or put down as we like. Uh, did we have a roll 20 for this? Hold on a second. Yeah, I We do it. have a roll 20 for this. I'm not in it at all. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, I forgot about the roll 20 as well. I've been sitting in this roll 20 alone for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. No. I forgot. I don't think about roll 20 when I'm playing GMless games, so I just was like, hmm, okay. I don't think about roll 20 ever. You're so bad. I like Riley. roll 20. I've used roll 20 for like table games because they're easier oh fuck yes tonight is the night we steal god from his heaven oh i just saw it again and i'm so happy um oh was it did like show up on yeah it's just on my it's on my thing okay um because we have a whole town that we established and i went hold on a second nothing's in the dock um do we want to go down the list really quick with the setting elements and just the setting elements or the visuals the setting elements and then we'll do the visuals and then i'll do a recap and then we can get started sure 
sick. See, is what happened. The darkness uh, manifests in infection and endless nights. It sure does, doesn't it? It sure <laughs> does. And it desires <laughs> awe and transformation. You know, cash. Cash. Quite cash. Uh, so the celestial uh, manifests in spikes of emotion and meaningful silences. Um, and its two desires are intimacy and obedience. Uh, the arcane shows itself as small but meaningful alterations, imagination turned reality, and it desires esotericism and novel creations. Um, the mundane uh, is next. The two ways it uh, expresses itself are communal gatherings and a need for protection, and its two desires are hope and stability. <laughs> Um, so, uh, there's one setting element we're leaving out because we're not interested in it. Uh, so the final setting element we're using is the underbelly. And, uh, two ways it expresses itself are symbols carved on fences and light posts and, uh, whisper networks. And its two desires are equity and release. I like how we've decided to just not deal with the the authority because it's basically just like, fuck the police. Fuck the the police. police. (laughs) All cops are bastards. (laughs) so and then we can do the visuals three to five visuals of our settlement um are mining the mining camp of falling down Hmm. yeah god zach you're so good at names fuck off stop being so good at naming things Ugh, no. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Okay, um, our our visuals. We ended up picking five of them: are uh, scattered tents, a large quarry, a legendary landmark, which is literally the sun. Casual. An unusual aura and floral meadows. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> floral meadows all around the the crater. Uh, there's also floating stuff. Do we do we mention the floating stuff? They're not part of our quote unquote official visuals, so I didn't bring it up. But yeah. <laughs> All right. The story so far, unauthorized floating stuff. Hmm. The story here's the story so far. <laughs> Just imagine that we were playing. I can't. I can't. I have to make this joke. I'm sorry. Imagine that I'm playing Carry On Wayward Son underneath this. Yeah, um, I was about to say. Are you about to make a fucking supernatural joke? I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to make a fucking supernatural joke. I think it's too late. I think the sun is kind of already. <laughs> It's, yeah, the sun's... It, it went there. It's, it's gone. Yep. So the sun is gone. The sun fell out of the sky. Oh, yeah. The sun was also Steady's god. Yikes. Um, so... And maybe his wife. And maybe his... Maybe his wife. Casual. Ultimate wife guy. Steady as it goes. <laughs> I'm still so angry, Zach. Anyway, so... The sun has fallen out of the sky. We are living in a world of darkness, so our story takes place in a little tent city. We all found our way here separately, and now we are all hanging out together. <laughs> Ruben's doing a lot of work trying to figure out how to make lanterns that will actually work and permeate the darkness. They have some conspiracy theories about how all this is going to go. Um, everyone went down into the crater where the sun fell to find that there is a cult that is that is trying to break through to the sun itself and then fuck if i remember what they were going to do it with it but they wanted to they wanted to put the sun out i think they wanted to make sure it was dead for real yeah delta took them out with some lava so ruben roped delta into their plans and the last thing that happened 
in the previous episode was that Steady took some of the lava into his hands, and we found out that he can hold it, and it won't turn into rock. Meanwhile, Marlo is hanging out with some kids, so we're going to figure out... The next thing we have to do is we need to rope Marlo into this <laughs> more dramatically. Mm-hmm. Marlo, Marlo is also here because uh, there's an ancient legend of uh, a magical sword uh, in this area. So, Which is just, you know, casually Steady's sword. Yeah, so he's he's just looking for that. What is he going to do with it when he finds it? Uh, use it to liberate people from the darkness. Cool. Very cool and sexy. Oh, you love him. to see it. God, I love him so much. <laughs> All right. We did it. I did the recap. Hey, congratulations. Now we can play the game. So, turn order-wise... We're going to play with the turn order now. We're going to play with the turn order now. Um, so here's what I'm thinking is uh, if I was thinking if uh, Dora had any thoughts about something that they wanted to do to try and tangle Marlo directly into the story that they could start. Um, hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, at their, their core, the two quests are ultimately related. It's just figuring out how to converge... So we're all definitively working towards the same purpose. Yeah. Um, like Marlo doesn't know that Steady, you know, that Steady has info on the sword. Hmm. Let me look at my playbook to see if there's any good moves I can use. So how about I use my weak move, draw attention from the wrong crowd, to bring because i'm assuming like the cultists that uh delta nuked are not all of the cultists in this uh in this area no i highly doubt probably that probably not there were probably quite a few of them just like chilling in uh, in the camp too yeah mm-hmm. we're about to wreck the world everyone bye yeah <laughs> yeah i think i want to use that move but i'm trying to figure out how best to manifest that because i feel like drawing the cultists uh, you know, drawing the attention of maybe some more like the the term I keep coming back to is like sleeper agents, but that's deep cover sort of cultists who are mm. you know doing you know there's there's like a list of things that that cults do to kind of like lure people in. You know, they seem reasonable at first, and they just make small adjustments and like make you feel like you belong and stuff as they bring you in and stuff like that. So I feel like. Yeah, like going around to like vulnerable people. Yeah. So I feel like there are probably cultists who are doing that where it's like it's not obvious that they're cultists, but uh, they still keep their eye out on stuff, um, looking for recruits and also looking for people who might oppose them and need to be they need to be wary of or try to to take out. God, I love the idea of like somebody like just coming to you and just being like hey you know you seem like you're in a rough spot like you know and like give you some stuff to like help and then it's like so you know people say the sun is good but have you, have you ever really thought about it <laughs> have you considered the sun bad oh it's bad. fuck me up hey dora <laughs> yeah what if they're coming to you to ask to like to like offer assistance with your revolution shit mm. Ooh, that's interesting a co-opt yeah, because it's like... I mean, that's about the most vulnerable people I can think of, right? Yeah, because, like, that's... 
you know, Marla is trying to, to take care of, you know, some of the more vulnerable people in the community. And so, like, being offered being offered some assistance with that would definitely, you know, catch his attention and, and get him to perk up and listen. Mm. So, oh, man, what if this puts us in opposition? <gasps> Stop! Ooh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's so fun. That's so fun, but fuck. Yeah, so I don't think this necessarily has to be a full-on scene, but just, like, the being approached by somebody who, assuming Don John will load today... <laughs> oh, how about Adrian? I know that one means darkness. I don't want to do Adrian, because that's my character on Dumb Kids. Oh, that is true. Umbra. Stygian. Ooh, Stygian's good. Oh, this is a this is a fun name. Uh, Celadil... So how about Celadil Stygian? That rules. Yes. Love some good alliteration. But yeah, I think it doesn't have to be like a full-on scene. I think it's just like maybe a shot of uh, Marlo kneeling next to somebody, maybe maybe softly singing to. It's like a, a kid that he's like singing a lullaby to to get them to go to sleep. And uh, like some some legs show up in the shot and he looks up and it's... Celadil St- Stygian uh, extending a hand down, and uh, there's a breeze uh, ruffling her hair, and uh, uh, Z smiles down at Marlo, and Marlo uh, smiles back, and uh, that's the shot. Ooh, maybe maybe uh, Z has like some sort of obsidian ring or something um, on the hand that Z extends. So, and I think that's that's the the scene. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is belonging, I said belonging, it's Idle Dreaming Baby. Hell it's yeah. Idle Dreaming Baby! Scenes? I don't know her. <laughs> I've never done, I don't want to be, I don't want to see her be seen. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. The womp, puns womp. are back in full force, I see. <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Hell yeah. Oh, but also, Obsidian, Obsidian is a very good motif, considering, like, it's hardened lava. Mm. Man, I'm, like, really curious now as to, like, what, like, the cult's actual aims are. Like, who's running this if they have all of these resources? Is this somebody who, like, <gasps> is... Fuck me up! Hold on a second, I'm messaging Dora really fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! You guys suck. Yes. <laughs> what is happening? Give us a hint. Abso-fucking-lutely. <laughs> Fuck yes! Yes! <laughs> We're bringing in she who must not be named. Yes, so, uh, <laughs> there, there just so happens to be a, a goddess of death who is interested in reaping the souls of everybody and everything, because that's how she, she draws her power. That's how she rolls, baby. Yes. So... She's also unfortunately very hot. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a game full of hot people. Yeah, just a game. Well, if she's hot, then we don't have to worry about it, because that's what the sun's for. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Oh, no. What if... Oh, God. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's her lot in life. What if she loved the sun god, but the sun god did not love her back, and so this is her pitching a fit and... In her her rage of being scorned, she's taking it out on the world, and that's why the cultists are trying to kill the sun. 
That's so funny to me for so many reasons. <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. But oh my god, I'm not up to date on this lore, but I appreciate it. Sorry, oh go ahead. God. It's stuff that's not even set in stone yet, so I'm not. It's just like oh my fucking god. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. I, mm, I mean, I like some of that, but maybe uh, I think we can do better than like woman scorned so wants to kill world. <laughs> Okay. No offense. No, that's cool. No, that's fair. Like, I like the idea of, like, wanting to gain power from, like, people being in darkness and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's de- that's definitely very good. I guess my thought, like, just to say where I was going with this, not that, like, we can't do the other thing, was, like, oh, there's probably, like, is there someone who is benefiting, like, financially from the sun not being a thing and, like, wanting to, like, kill the hope of that or something? Ah, uh, yes. Capitalism. <laughs> Or even just someone who, like, wants to get rid of the hope that the sun could come back. And being like, like, bringing light back is not an option, so, you know. Embrace the I, And I'm the one who's saying that, so you should listen to me instead. Por que no le dos? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I really like the idea of, like, a darkness goddess who's like, nah, fuck the sun. <laughs> who I guess was like, fuck the sun, is now like, fuck the sun. <laughs> So maybe not so much even, like, a woman scorned, but just, like, you know what? I was done. I'm done with that. That sucked. Anyways, fuck the sun. That was the old me. (laughs) New me says... The old death goddess can't come to the phone right now. She's fucking dead. Shit. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, maybe we just don't know her motivations. She's just doing some shit. Yeah. That's basically how she rolls anyway, though. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to to the dance scene with Afiel, though. Yeah, extremely valid. Yeah, but anyway, so so yeah, we can throw out the woman scorned. We don't even necessarily know her motivations, but she is she benefits from death and destruction, and maybe her her chosen avatar Scion. Scion, ooh, Scion sounds good. Maybe her chosen Scion, who's like her direct proxy uh, in the world, is also benefiting because they can they can turn a profit off of off of things being dark. You know, if if the sun is dead, then everybody has no choice but to like purchase light from me. Oh, yeah. What if it's Oh, I love the idea of it, if it being someone who like is, God, what's the word? Like, ost- like ostensibly being like, oh, I'm gonna bring light back, but is specifically trying to like get rid of like the natural source of light, so everyone has to come to them. Yes, and it's that rules. It's about being <laughs> profit. Uh, the profit of profit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know who's working on on making some light sources. Uh, our intrepid heroes. Well, yeah, the, you, Ruben is right. Yep. Yeah. So, Ooh. that's mm. that's definitely a thought. Is Ruben is Ruben the cult? Mm. No. No, but Ruben might be targeted as a as an asset by the cult. Oh fuck yeah! Let's go! Let's go! Let's do this. <laughs> oh, I was thinking was gonna be tempted by Death Goddess. Oh fuck no! Please, like Star Wars style. Please. <laughs> Have you met Reuben Murdoch? <laughs> Do you, hey, uh, Marlo. Yeah. 
What if your buddy, your new friend, uh, was it Celadar? Uh, Celadil. Celadil, the Stygian, says, hey, you've hung out with that wizard who's making light, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's someone who could really benefit our operation. Hang out is a strong word, <laughs> says Marlo. Well, apparently Marlo said, yeah. <laughs> So if you could, you know, do some public outreach or some private outreach specifically into this individual, this wizard who might be able to help us, you know, find our own light. We don't need this big ball of fire. We can come and find the light within us, specifically within him who makes light or that who makes light. Well, it certainly makes more sense to combine resources we're stronger together. We are absolutely stronger together. Fuck off, asshole. <laughs> that was just my idea. I love it. It's very good. Which I feel like, if y'all are okay with it, I feel like that would naturally flow into the scene between uh, Marlo and Ruben. You know I'll never say no. <laughs> <laughs> so I think... Ruben, Ruben has their tent, right? That's that's also where they do experimentation. Yep. Mm-hmm. In this shitty... It's not even a tent. We just said this last time. It's not even a fucking tent. It's just a tarp on some sticks. Yeah. What is a tent but a tarp on some sticks? A bribe on some sticks. <laughs> yeah, so I think Marlo finds Ruben at their quote-unquote tent... Maybe maybe while Ruben's doing some sort of experimentation. So Marlo walks in and there's just an immediate explosion. <laughs> that tracks with what we know of this boy. Or this non-binary not-boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I think... Uh, Who is anyone else there? I feel like Kenna's like, around. They hang out enough that Kenna's just like, I basically live here now. Yeah. Unless... Marlo is trying to get Ruben alone. No, I don't think like I don't I don't think it was one of those things where it's supposed to be secretive. So, uh it's actually like Marlo already, you know, already looks, you know, kind of brightened by seeing Ruben, but uh really? his smile. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, like he's... I'm just remembering the last the last time they interacted with each other and it was like Vaguely just a puppy dog following around. <laughs> well, it's it's not like it's not like Marlo has any reason not to be happy to see Ruben. Like they've they've been friendly and they did share that moment where where Marlo got to see Ruben like at their best with their ability to control what they're doing. That's a good point. Okay. So I mean My brain also just can't comprehend anyone being happy to see Ruben. <laughs> To- Aww. <laughs> They're an asshole! Ruben is a trash asshole, and I love them very much, but they are a trash asshole. Ruben, Ruben may have, like, their idiosyncrasies and quirks, but I feel like Marlo has gotten to see the best of them. Aw, okay. That's nice. So they, you know, Marlo sees the both of them, and he's just like, oh, this is, this is perfect. Because, like, you know, Keta also also works with, like, explosions and stuff like that. Things that could produce light. 
And so he approaches both of them. And um, how does he phrase it? Before he can even start talking, there's a boom. <laughs> Kata cheers like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're... They're not intentionally blowing stuff up. I just went, I don't know why they're blowing stuff up when they're trying to maintain light, but I'm like, no, nah, they're, it's, it's. It's <sighs> an explosive process. Ruben, yeah. Ruben has no control. And Kenna just likes to watch things go boom. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, that's what's happening. I think, you know, Marlo, like, maybe, maybe helps Ruben pad out, like, some, not full on flame, but like, a place where, uh, their sleeve got singed, and uh, is just like, I'm. I'm so glad I caught you. I I have a proposal for you, for both of you, if you're interested. I have a friend who I've spoken to recently, and she's presented an opportunity to me, uh, one that I think we could all benefit from from seizing. I think. I think Z is trying to combat the dark and Z has resources that if we pool with our own, maybe we stand a chance at creating a light that's strong enough to beat the dark back. I'm listening. And to push the shadows away. Alright. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to reject help. <laughs> like, uh, I look, I, you know, kind of looks at, at Ruben, like, I mean, like, I won't say no to, to more, uh, you know, more resources means more resources. Ruben kind of pushes their goggles up. It's like, who's your friend? And why, uh, you know, why haven't they come to us before? If, if there was somebody else in this camp that could aid us. Why are they only coming in now? Sam, I'm sorry, not to, I don't want to, I don't mean to be rude here, but your accent is a little weak. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> I didn't, this is the part that I didn't do my prep because I was, I was listening. Um, I was, I was listening to our episode and not my, my accent prep stuff. <clears throat> um, okay. For, for a second, I was like, is my audio still recording? Yes, it just wasn't scrolling. Um, I hate when that happens. Uh, so, so if, if these people are, if, if these folks are, are here in the camp, why haven't they come to us before? You know, what's, if, if there's people with resources here, I haven't seen them. I don't know them. So, you know. I'm not saying no, I just want to know what I'm about to walk into. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think because Dora doesn't want to spend a whole lot of time thinking things out in specifics, I think, you know, Marlo maybe goes over, like, like outlines some of the things Celadil's told him about what they're doing and what they're working on. And I think maybe the, the excuse Celadil gave Marlo is like, you know, the, there are, there are people like coming to, this this area all the time and so these may be new arrivals that Celadel knew were on their way and they only just finally made it here who are bringing the resources and who are bringing the expertise hmm yeah we're we're cautiously i mean Keta's gonna cautiously be like i mean i guess but like no promises mm-hmm 
Yeah. Ruben's like, the second they offer me a bad deal, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, Ketta's pretty much on that page, you know. She's a businesswoman. She knows business. Mm-hmm. <sighs> business things. Yeah. Business things. Ruben is also, uh, not that Ruben is going to say this, but Ruben is going to do a thing. Um, I'm going to go look at my move list, actually. Ah! Oh, fuck, yeah. That's a thing. Oh, my God, I've got ev- I've got so many games open. It sure is like that, huh? <laughs> We've still got tokens from last time, too. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. I have two. Dora has two. Sam has two. Kales has two. Riley has two. I think we all have two. Everyone's got two tokens. Tell them just to make yeah. some hard moves. I might spend one, because I, I have a strong move um, that is uh, deduce a hidden truth. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Boom. So I might spend a token, I'll put it back in the pool, and Ruben isn't going to say it, but, but Ruben's kind of got one eyebrow up, like, and Ruben, Ruben still says, like, like, if the minute I get a bad deal, I'm out. I'm not... It's not, it's not going to be worth it for me. If I get a bad deal, I die. I'm not, that ain't how this works at all. If I die, I die. (laughs) If I die, I die, but I'd rather it be on my terms, not anyone else's. Fair. I mean, of course, I'm not here to force you into anything that you're not comfortable with. I certainly wouldn't try to make you stay in a situation that you find unfavorable. No. But for you, darling, I'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> Kenna just rolls her eyes like right. <laughs> useless twink. I like I like the idea of leaving off the, the shot with like like Marlo smiling at Ruben and maybe clapping them on the shoulder and in the background Keta's just rolling her eyes. She's just like, Alright. Yeah, it's good. Extremely good. I'm stealing some emoji from a different server and putting them into our server. <laughs> um, I am saying that, um, and we can totally save this because we're trying to keep a turn order here, but I am totally going to say that the first thing that Ruben is going to do once Marlo has gone is just go straight to Steady and Delta. Cool. Let's, let's turn back the clock a little bit because Steady and Delta were in the same area. What were they doing? Good question. Last night, or there's no night and there's no day, but a while ago, before we slept last, you put lava in my hands and I held that lava in my hands and it didn't fade or get cold. And that was kind of like an important thing for us. That was a thing that we did. That was an important (laughs) turning point. Sure did happen. Yes. Yeah. So what has happened in the time since? So first of all, we definitely tried making like a cast of Steady's hands and then putting lava in it, and that did not work. <laughs> yeah, that's the no. most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> Does one of us just have a cast of Steady's hand now? <laughs> I think it's just like it's it's in the workshop that we've made of Ruben's house. That's and it's just like holding paper clips or something. It's just there. It was there the whole time. We've just like we're using it as like a as a container now, just because like it's it's a it's a cast of Steady's hands like cups. Just got some pencils in it. It's not yeah. even. It's not even like it's just it's like holding a candle every now and then. Yeah, it's just like a shallow dish. So we're just we just like put shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a candy dish. It's a 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, real quick, if we're shit posting, um, when you said water in your hand, or fuck, when you said lava in your hands, I'm just thinking about that Drew Gooden vine that's like water in your hands, make a mess. <laughs> I've never seen that, but that sounds funny. It's like, are you tired of using cups? Try this, water in your hands. Oh my god. Anyways. Wow. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. This is a game. It mm-hmm. sure is. All right. So. But yeah, uh, so my question stands to Riley. Um, what What's up? What's going on with, between, with Delta and Steady in this camp, this tent camp? Where did, where did Delta go after this situation happened? I think that Delta is just asking Steady a lot of questions. Okay. Just about, like, his deal. Word! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the eternal um, mood, Delta. <laughs> hey, Steady, because, like, what the fuck is your deal? Hey, Steady, what's your fucking deal, man? <laughs> hey, Steady, what the fuck is up? Step it the fuck up, Steady. Um, <laughs> it's another good what vine. What the fuck is up, Kyle? <laughs> Step the fuck yeah. up, dude. <laughs> I guess Delta just knows vines. That's her thing. She's a she's a millennial. She's a millennial. <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh, um, fuck. Because I think like Delta knows a lot about like. Oh, we have a name. We have a name for the the sun god. What was it? Solara. Solara. Um, she like knows a lot about like that like religion. At least like her like version of it. Mm-hmm. And is is trying to like figure out where. Steady fits into it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So that means that Steady has to be the one who's running away in this conversation. <laughs> um, because nobody can ever, like, all communication has to take work. And I was expecting Steady to have to charge after Delta. But in this case, no. He is like, holy shit, this is wild. He puts the ball of lava on the ground and, run- and like, leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Does the ball right. of lava stick around after he puts down? Uh, I don't know. Steady absconding is the funniest thing. It is extremely funny. Well, like, it's like, do we want it to be something that, like, so steady holding the lava makes it not, it makes it not cool down. Does it continue to not cool down once it leaves his hands? Does the lava become special, or is it steady's hands that are the special thing? Um, well, steady's definitely, steady's got his whole thing about how fire doesn't burn him. I think it's Steady's hands, because if it was just Steady making them special, then we wouldn't have a plot. Yeah, we wouldn't have a problem. Well, I mean, the problem then becomes, how do we get Steady to hold lava? A, a, a whole bunch. Okay, I'll hold this one. Okay, now put it down. Now that hold becomes this a, one. Yeah, that becomes like, just a logistics, like, like factory line <laughs> thing, which is not as interesting. And we really do have to figure out how to multiply Steady's hands. Yeah, it wouldn't be a fantasy, like, plot. That would be a, that would be a, uh, that would be a, a tycoon game plot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I do think it does keep its shape. Like he like puts it, he like makes it into a sphere and like puts it down, and then it cold, it like cools down and just a lump of iron. Um, if that if that happens while Ruben is still in the room, Ruben lo- like whirls around to Ken and is like, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth scribbles it down in a notebook, like <laughs> puts puts the little lump on the hand bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can I? And then there goes Steady clanking away uh, with his armor. 
I'm so sorry. He walks loud. He is not a quiet man. Uh, he both has a heavy step and is made of metal. Um, or at least partially. Who's that big In robot case. man? Who's that big man? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, fucking Minos had gold, had like bronze uh, uh, plating too. Um, and this Delta follows, I presume. And is asking. Yeah, uh-huh. So what's so like? Yeah. So like, what's what's this? What's this interrogation of of him like? God, I I really don't know if I know enough about like this religion thing to say. Um, Does anyone know anything about this religion thing? That's true. That's fair. But I I don't know. You guys might have lore. Yeah. Well, yeah, we made up lore after the fact. So, but some stuff that I gleaned from listening to the episode last time, as I as I edited it, uh, you're from a, an island, like a volcanic island, yeah, where the sun was made. Did I say that? Or where another sun is being made? Question mark. You, you talked a lot about, or at least you mentioned in passing that the volcano could make a sun, or that the volcano oh, was a sun. Oh, maybe I did say that. I remember that. Sure. Yeah. So it could be that like your sort your like the faith that you were raised in is a sort of prototypical version of Seti's later like reformed son thing. Sure. Um I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. I would not personally call it prototypical personally, but I like or that like, idea. Like, proto- I prototypical might be the wrong word. Like it's something it's something similar. <laughs> It's it's like the original incarnation before it like entered the world and like changed and, and you know yeah. developed. Um like the like yours is the birthplace of this sun mm-hmm. religion. Uh and that's the place where it is in some ways the purest form of it. Um it could even be that the sun god was like born on your island thousands of years ago. Love that. Uh and the because the because the important thing to remember is point point that big that big ball in the middle of this crater. That's not her. Yeah, it was a representation and like manifestation of her power. But it this the sun goddess is not physically the sun in this universe. Got it. Uh, so yeah, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, interrogation. Just, you were running away. Steady, yeah, steady is steady's asking. Steady's here. fucking avoiding this conversation. <laughs> Yes, that is that is Steady's um, that is Steady's kind of vibe. Uh, listen to Spindle Wheel, and you'll know he's so valid. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. So what so what is what is what are the things that um, Delta wants to know from Steady? Probably, like it probably starts just like wait, how did how like how could you do that? Um, like, what do you know about? Yeah, like just like what what do you know? Where are you from? What what's up with you? I also really like the idea that she is just like because she knows that it doesn't hurt him. So mm-hmm. I think that she's just like shooting lava and shit at him. Just like, <laughs> hey, listen. It's like a squirt gun of lava. Yeah, ki- yes. Uh-huh. She's lo- an little... insolent child. I love okay. her. Okay. So 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 steady okay, so here's uh, here's a framed scene, right? Steady goes to the edge of the crater and is like sitting on it and brooding. And then from off screen, just a glob of, of lava just smacked from the side of his face. Yes. Good. <sighs> Wipes it off, isn't hurt by it. He's amazing. He's in the lava. <sighs> All right. You want to know where I'm from? And he yeah. just 
gestures out to the destroyed landscape of this city that was hit by the sun. You're you're from here. I'm from here. Where are you from? Oh fuck! I this I had a name <laughs> for the island that I was from two years ago. I feel like you said the exact same thing last time we were trying yeah. to remember. <laughs> Probably. Listen, I don't. It was cool. It was named after like a type of volcanic sand. I can try to find it. Um. Yeah. Pretend that I said a name, Oof. and it's like something that you would recognize. Mm. <laughs> Share with the class. <laughs> I'm calling Steady out for being a deadbeat dad. <laughs> I, for what it's worth, I don't think, I don't think that Delta is his daughter. No, I'm, I'm making a joke about about young girls who can control lava, who could potentially look up to Steady as a father figure. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, more like a bother figure. <sighs> yeah, exactly. You. <laughs> You might be, like, a very like, distantly related niece. Um, Before I kill you, you have to know. <laughs> you are my father's cousin's brother. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. I'm Ex-roommate. Right. Uh, yeah, use the Schwartz. Um, uh, <laughs> classic, classic piece of cinema. Um, Love that movie. Steady, steady, like, kind of, his eyes kind of widen and then narrow. And he says, is the forge still alive? Um, la- last I was there. I think so. It's It's been a few years, but... Mm. That? Steady, there's gears turning in Steady's head. Oh, 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 I know, okay. How about... Because, <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Riley, I can't talk in character. Um, what if, like this island that i i'm literally i searched delta on my dms with the gm of this game and nothing came up so i don't know what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. rip um though maybe hmm um maybe i'll actually go even farther with the thing i was gonna say i think that the people there knowing that the sun is gone are tr- okay all right maybe i'm gonna reform her backstory actually because i like this way better what if they want to like isolate themselves and be like well if we have like the last source of light we're going to like protect it no one can come and take it yeah Mm -hmm. and she left because she didn't want to be like part of that part of that isolationist kind of vibe yeah for sure and so and so they won't they won't share yeah (sighs) what else do you need to know i don't even know the questions to ask that was in character. Mm-hmm. Well, start with the simple ones and work up to the big ones. Okay, I mean, I think she just, like, points to his hands and is, like, you know, just kind of gestures. He holds up his hands. They're covered in gauntlets. And they have brass knuckles uh, built into them. Hell yeah. What a look. They're striking gauntlets. These are her hands. I was born with them. And then the armor came later. God, I was trying to type volcanic sand, but I typed volcanic hand. Because you're saying hand. <laughs> volcanic hands. Uh, the reason that your fire doesn't burn me is because no fire can burn me. 
I am immune to the power of heat. No shit, Sherlock. Because I needed to be to get close to a specific person in my past. <laughs> oh, so this is like a kink thing. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. How- <laughs> I don't feel comfortable talking about that. <laughs> she does. That is not a thing that she said. <laughs> oh, okay. That seems like a good thing for her to say, though. Fu- you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> You're significantly younger than me. This is that's not appropriate conversation. <laughs> I'm like, so be yeah, a major thing. I am 400 years old. Yes. Mm. Uh, because I was once, um... How weird is that? How do you mean? Like, how weird is it that you're 400 years old? This is Riley. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he is not, like, an elf. Uh, he's not a... I don't know how many other 400 years... I know, well, I know one other 400-year-old person, 300-year-old person. Uh, but they're not here. 200. They're 200-year-old person. I don't know if they're in this universe. Oh, they're a baby. Oh, they're around somewhere. All characters exist in all universes by decree of us. Mm-hmm. They probably know each other, too. Oh, man, does that mean there's a bunch of Deltas? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a, a fucking Space Girls Delta. You can't stop me. She exists now. Yes! Fuck you. Yes. Beautiful. Just do it. Also, um, I don't think this is the original name of it, but I do like it um, as a type of volcanic like rock is olivine. Mm. Olivine. That's O-L-I-V-I-N-E. nice. O-L-I-V-I-N-E. I like olivine. Olivine is like a green sort of like crystal, but not like it, it can be pretty, but often isn't. It also shows up in meteors a lot. Not to be, oh, not to be that person, but it's uh, one of the main minerals that shows up in a specific type of meteor, the name of which escapes me. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to be the weird geology nerd, but (laughs) the sun is an alien. Please be the weird geology nerd. Yeah, Um, olivine shows up in the like meteorites that, like, when you slice them, they've got like the big crystals of stuff in it. Usually, that's olivine. Nice, very cool. So that's where they got kryptonite. Hmm. Um, looks like kryptonite. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the name of her island. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what? Where? Where was I? Oh, oh, how weird is it for him to be this old? Uh, it's it's weird for sure. All right. Um, I don't think so. Sable's also old, but I don't also not as old as him, and I don't think anyone other than I don't think humans usually live to be that old, even when they live to be older. Yeah. I feel like humans have like a like a normal lifespan. <laughs> did did Steady have the same thing that Sable did one day where they just kind of went, Oh, it's been a long ass time. How long has it actually been? Oh, it's been a century. I mm. should not be alive. <laughs> Fuck. God, yeah, I hate not, it when that happens. I'm not sure how how Steady's like reckoning with his with his immortality went. Um, yeah, so, so Seti, yeah, uh, probably the, the way, the reason that Seti realized he couldn't die was when he didn't starve. He doesn't require food or water or sleep, uh, and he is, uh, immune to fire damage. I haven't tried to, to go without breathing, but I don't know that I would drown. Hot. (laughs) Sorry. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's immune to that. Anyway. So I these are powers are granted to me by Solara, uh, the Queen of the Sun, three hundred years ago. Or I guess three hundred and fifty years ago. And she is dead. But you still have the powers. Yeah. I mean Buildings crumble after a while, but some things stick around long after you're gone. Just imagine all of this, like, God, I was about to say my other firepower character. Delta has, like, her arms crossed, is, like, leaning kind of back, you know? Mm-hmm. In, like, the, the questioning a person position. Mm-hmm. Steady is sitting on the edge of this crater, look, overlooking this city, this ruined city. Does that tell you what you need to know? I, I guess... So, here's the thing. Somewhere in this city, there is a sword. I assume there's many swords. There's a specific sword. It's not one that I can or should be wielding. But it does... I think if you do, we might be able to fix something. If I wield your special sword. The sword has the power of dawn in it. And if you, who comes from Olivine, and has within you the power of the sun, uses it, there is a non-zero chance that you can reignite the sun. Oh. Fuck. There's no way that someone from the cult isn't walking by. Listening? Yeah, listening. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to pick up that setting element. Yeah, we've got whisper networks, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There ain't no fucking way. So, if we can find that sword before the people who are trying to destroy the sun manage to snuff out its internal flame... It could bring back the day. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!